Hello, 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 and good day, marvelous, wonderful, fantastic, splendid podcast family. I hope that wherever you are in this world, on this planet, in this universe, you're doing fantastic. I'm sending you all of my love, energy, support, and good vibes through the airwaves and wishing you all the best. We are back in part two with my friend Naraj Nayak, the founder of Soma Breath, diving deeper into holistic health, building your immune system, and the power of breath. Uh, Naraj is a true expert. He is connected to so many different healing communities, uh, pushing the boundaries on um, healing and also consciousness and human development. He's got a wide uh, range of knowledge. And uh, I think in this podcast, he kind of, you know, he doesn't share everything that he knows because he's in a very particular spot, but he, you know, he definitely goes into the tactics and the tools, but his level of knowledge in each of these fields, he could definitely go deeper. So um, always love chatting with him. Uh, go check out uh, his Soma Breath course. It's fantastic. I've been through it and you can check it out at bit.ly forward slash Soma, S-O-M-A, Zen, Z-E-N. So bit.ly forward slash Soma Zen uh, to check out his courses and what he's up to. Um, if you like the show, please support by leaving a review in iTunes. They help immensely sharing on social media tag me at matt belair tag naraj nayak and soba breath uh, facebook all of that super helpful as well as becoming a patron thank you to all of my patrons everybody who has supported i really appreciate you uh it helps immensely so thank you thank you thank you to all of my uh patrons and recently christine and donna uh thank you so much for tossing a buck in the bucket also, for those of you guys who want to go a little bit deeper and you want to become a member of the Academy, the Academy also contains the Soul Compass course, which is a step-by-step masterclass for uncovering your life purpose, your life direction, and it also has tools in peak performance, in consciousness, in wellness, and goal setting, and so it's basically a compilation and a synergy of almost 400 episodes of the podcast and as well as studying personal development and spirituality for a long time making it concise but also incredibly effective so if you want to check that out go to bit.ly forward slash mind body spirit 21 and check out the academy and would love to have you as a member so that is it oh also if you guys want one-on-one coaching go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and that is only for those who are really seriously committed about getting very clear on their life purpose leveling up or just taking their business and their life to the next level um, and you're really serious about putting in the work, hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and I'd love to work with you and help you build uh, and imagine and create the life that you deserve and that you can imagine. So that's it. Let's get into it. Uh, before we before we do, uh, also remember to do three kind acts. That's the best way you can support the show. Um, doing a kind act in, in whatever community or whatever wherever you are in the world just do a kind act for somebody it's the best thing say a say a kind word write an old friend be supportive listen just do anything so that's the best way to support the show now let's come into a state of peace and coherence wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly filling every cell muscle fiber of your being with peace joy connection energy confidence courage and ready to take on this amazing part two with my friend, Naraj Nayak. 
uh, but not until yeah. I absolutely need it. Thank you, medicine. Thank you, modern medicine. I appreciate you. Um, well, you but could have a system where it's like, okay, if you're not vaccinated, you don't get uh, free healthcare for the thing that you should have been vaccinated for. Maybe something like that, a rule. Sure, like, yeah, okay. because, yeah, that will bring will yeah. bring money back into it. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you like if you um, if you choose not to be vaccinated, that means you will not get um, emergency treatment for whatever disease that you were not vaccinated for. But the person who's vaccinated gets the um, free treatment. Maybe there needs to be some kind of I don't know, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I know. Well, I know what you're saying, but and then even on that side, because just this one specific example you're bringing up, people with healthy lifestyles, exercise. Like, someone was brought brought it up somewhere. It's like you should get because uh, in the states you have to pay for healthcare. If you have a gym membership, you should get a discount on your health insurance, yes. right? Stuff really? like that. That's common sense. If, Gamify you know, that, it. That's why so if you look at the uh, healthcare system in the States, there's a very good reason why people call it the sick care system. Look at the, mm. how everything works. It's designed to make you sick. Staying indoors, being super afraid, taking a, uh, away your job, not going out in the sunlight and not being around your friends is a recipe for disease. No doctor will tell you differently if they know common sense and what they studied. Um, you know, what we need is strong, healthy immune systems. And you could do that six feet away in the park. Um, but uh, shoot, what were you saying? Because I, I got sidetracked with that. No, I'm just saying like, um, we just, we could create a system where it doesn't have to be enforced, I think. Where oh, people yeah. have a choice. I yeah. think there are ways to do this where it's not encroaching on human rights and like becoming like all kind of nasty and kind of, you know, like, military you know militant i don't think we need we can we can avoid all of that stuff because that's just going to end up messy man this people are gonna when you get step on people's human rights on a big scale it, it just never ends very well so you know we can avoid all that by just thinking rationally like you know there should be a choice yes i'm not anti-vaccine at all you know you give me a good 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 vaccine that works it's proven tried and tested all of that I'll, I'll i'll take it but if it's not and there's skept skepticism and there, there doesn't have to be a lot of it um you know then i, I want a choice in what i put into my heart do you know what i mean i think everyone has a, a right to that so i think yes there, there needs to be i think vaccines are important it does there's, there's proof behind it but it shouldn't be the only thing and there, there should be a choice in healthcare and that should also go for uh, alternatives. So like, if I want to go and see a Reiki person, there shouldn't be a ban on that. Why would I, why ban somebody from going to an alternative healer? You know, that sucks. Or why censor it? Why censor the access to that information? It's, it's only going to lead to more problems. Like when you fight fire with fire, it causes more disharmony, more uh, confusion, more aggression, less compliance. It always leads in, in, in trouble. Well, that's, yeah, that's one of the things that, you know, I think the fundamental thing is the choice, right? And choice is freedom. The, the, the more mm. uh, choices you take away, the less freedom we have. And a lot of the world, uh, people don't understand, they don't have a choice. Three billion people live with uh, like less than 550 a day, you know? Not mm. all the world has a choice. Only some of the world has a choice. Uh, you know this from your travels. And so people yeah. in 
quote unquote free countries who believe, you know, the government is looking out uh, for the best of them. And maybe they are, and maybe um, the media is trying to help them. Maybe they are, you know, I definitely don't believe that personally. Um, they couldn't believe that, you know, maybe um, they don't have their best interests in mind. And from my own research and study and clear as day documents, I, I, I don't trust them. And I want to trust myself um, over anything else in this universe. That's my right as a free will being to make stupid choices if I want, because then I, I learn from those uh, stupid choices. I want that right to be a dummy if I'm a dummy. And uh, I don't want um, the government to legislate what I do with myself, right? As long as I have a choice, I'm going to fight for that. But not all countries have that choice. Um, they can barely, they're, they're going meal to meal a day each day, right? right. And so we need to look at what we're doing as a global humanity. We need to look at, you know, the choices we're making. And, and anytime the government gets bigger in history, I don't think that's really been a good thing. When the government limits free speech and mandates things, it's usually not for the benefit of the people. If you look at any history book, uh, it's not, you know, it's usually not a, a quality uh, situation. Um, and I wanted to, you know, kind of bring up something that it made me think about just common sense and double think, you know, double think from 1984 is when you have this opposing idea, you know, uh, they, I, I just rewatched, I read the book and I rewatched the movie, but one of the examples was uh, f uh, freedom is slavery, um, you know, and it's these two opposing ideas that you kind of factor into your brain and then it just makes sense. And for me, common sense, like the one that you just shared about the vaccines, if, if you have that armor, what does it matter if I'm carrying it, right? That's common sense. That's not a difficult concept to understand. If you want to make that choice, I'll go ahead. But don't try to make an argument where you want to infringe on my choice, right? Mm -hmm. I don't even need to know the reasons. You could tell me the reasons, but if I just want to be a sovereign person and make my own choice. Is that okay? You know, can I, can I, I want to protect that. I want to maintain that. And that's why we have the, uh, you know, the bill of rights in Canada and whatever it is in the States, I forget right now. Um, mm -hmm. That's why they have those things. And number one is freedom of speech, right? And when we start to limit that, we need to question that as a society because they've tried to do that in the past. I've been to China. China is, a, is they don't have Facebook. They don't have YouTube. They're terrified to talk about any of these things. That's not good. That is not freedom. What's the level of freedom that you have in your country and your experience? And that's why humanity needs to fight for that. And I think that we need to fight for those people who don't have that, the people who are starving to death. And hopefully, you know, we can extend our compassion on the planet to look at those things, to say, hey, why, is, why have we not cared? Oh, this is a big problem. And, you know, they try to say to you, like, oh, you're killing everybody by going outside and tell on your neighbors this kind of crap um well what about the bigger problems that are that 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 if like every one is like a coronavirus and this is ten thousand, maybe you need to kind of like wake up a little bit question different things because we have bigger problems than this and it's kind of opening up i hope our worldview on what's actually happening here and creating a massive opportunity for us to come together to work as a, as a global humanity to really question what we're doing. And if it's based on truth and values and sovereignty and cooperation and kindness and compassion and uh, brotherhood and sisterhood and all that, is it based on all of those good things, you know? And I wanted um, to, for you to share, cause I thought it was so good, you know, your view of what enlightenment is because Right now, you know, the only reason why I know a lot of this stuff is because I studied hypnosis, 
I studied psychological manipulation. I'm aware of how this stuff works. So when I see it in the news and media, it's really obvious. If you don't think that this stuff works, do not think of a pink pig. If you think this <laughs> doesn't work on you, don't imagine a yellow unicorn. If you think that <laughs> this doesn't work on you, don't imagine getting punched in the face by uh, Mike Tyson, right? Oh, you, you know what I mean? It's and the right so, job. <laughs> yeah, and so you're, you have these narratives, and I know that you've, you know, yeah. you're very careful because you, you, you do a lot of research, you know, and I respect you as a human, a friend, a researcher, a wise person, someone who's trying to make a difference, and you have to speak very carefully because you're literally being attacked for sharing a view that might oppose some of the mainstream narrative with legal, legally. That's nuts. That's not okay. That's, not, that's what they do in China. That's what communism yes. in and that's what dictatorship is. That's what tyranny is. And I called out one of my friends on Facebook for saying that. I was like, you're promoting tyranny. He goes, oh, I, I take offense to that. Well, don't try to teach, talk about free speech. Yes, <laughs> you know, on the other side, when you talked about charlatans, people shouldn't do that. You know, they shouldn't do that. I agree. Um, but we should also not, you know, when we start to get into censoring it, and especially like who you're censoring and if that's funded by certain organizations, that's when it gets tricky because there's just a lot of power centralized. And is that power accountable? Are we aware of all the information that we need to know? Right. And that's why uh, people question things because they kind of look behind the curtains a little bit. Um, so I'm wondering if you can just share a little bit on, you know, what your view of enlightenment is, because I think it's pretty spot on. Yeah. So, okay. So in enlightenment itself is like a, Kind of a mysterious uh, mystical term like not everyone probably uh, everyone's probably got a different version of what it means so i'm just going to give you mine so it all comes down to actually this understanding of free will do we is there really such a thing as free will okay now let's look at the two two opposite schools of thought there's the eastern school of thought which is like the Buddhist kind of ideologies and things like that, Eastern mysticism. This is the idea that we are born with no free will at all. And we're just running out conditioned programs. Okay, so these are certain habits and actions and feelings and thoughts and ideas that have to be played out in this life. And we're just like robots, conditioned robots, playing them out. And our early years of our life is where this patterning happens and we're, therefore we should just surrender to that and go with the flight, go with the flow, right? Curb the enthusiasm, curb the desire. So we do as little harm as possible while we're here. But, you know, it's to understand we're just running a, a, a bunch of programs throughout our life and therefore there's no free will. Now the Western uh, ideology, uh, we're talking more like Christian and, and the you know, Judaism, the, these uh, more Bible uh, kind of religions, their perspective is that we're all born with um, free will. So whatever we choose to do, okay, determines whether we are placed in heaven or hell. Um, and so everything is your fault, okay, basically. So in, in, in Buddhism, the, the, nothing is your fault. So we should forgive, forget everyone and have absolute compassion. They were just robots. Western one is no, you go to hell. If you don't follow these rules, you go to hell. Or if you do follow these rules, you go to heaven, okay? 
They're the two opposites. Now, the more middle path, the tantric yogic path, okay, the one that I go and follow myself more, is this idea that we are, yes, um, robots and we're playing out habits and programs and all that. And this programming happened in the first seven years of your life. However, we can wake up out of this sleeping trance they're all in and see these programs from above and be our own software programmers of our offering system, the mind. Therefore, reprogram ourselves according to our true will, right? Not uh, this conditioned sense of free will. So, so what we're talking about these seven years of life, the moment you're born, you're bombarded with imprint. Actually, in the womb, and then from when you're born until about seven years of your life, you are imprinted through the TV, through the media, through the friends, family, the teacher, educational system, um, in the womb even, the emotional state of your mother and all this stuff, creates imprints, which are like programs that are ingrained into your, your operating system and your motherboard, which is your neurology, right? And these are very hard to shift. Like, you know, like even your fear response, like is really hard. If you go to a movie, right, and they're scary, and try not, try to your hardest not to flinch at certain moments where it's like the scary part of the movie. It's really hard. Your neurology kicks in way before your conscious mind can, right? Therefore, we're very much conditioned by our imprint and our hardwired programs that are in our DNA and our nervous system. But with these special ancient techniques, that is what we teach in SOMA, you can actually go in there using the power of your breath, certain visualization tools, getting into these very high states of um, emotion, you can actually change the brain itself dramatically through powerful self-hypnotic techniques. We can go in there and repattern old habits. We can reinstall new programs. We can literally, like apps on your mobile phone, create a whole new um, way of thinking and, and acting and believing. And through that, your life can dramatically change. What could once been a very predictable life, going down, you know, the nine to five, 2.4 children, fat mortgage, you know, never seeing your kids, and then dying, um, you know, miserable, fat, broken, sick. Right? Amazing. Sounds um, so good. Yeah, which, is, which, is, which was actually the life I was heading towards. Um, you can go, whoa, that's, what the fuck, what am I doing? Wake up out of that, shake up the, re and the, the patterns and the habits, go in there, reprogram yourself. And now I wake up to literally a life of endless summers. I live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. You know, the sun shines all the time. I have all my best friends working with me in this, in this company, in this community that we've created. You know, the beautiful wife is just paradise, you know, and I'm so grateful. Like I wake up enthusiastic to do what I do. You know, I'm living my passion, I'm living it. And it's because I chose to do it. There's a moment we all have where we can wake up and make a decision. I believe in that aspect of free will. There is a moment where we choose which pill to swallow, right? And, and when you take the right one, okay, you know, I'm not discriminating between red or blue, okay? Because it's your choice. Um, life can change according to your will your true will but it takes a lot of 
deep inquiring and self-realizing and going deep on yourself. Not everyone's prepared to do that work of going within. Right? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's enlightenment. That's enlightenment. Is when you wake up and you realize that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, we don't question, you know, our reality. Um, all of those conditions we think are the only conditions, right? That's why children who travel are often smarter because they see all these different belief systems. You know, we don't question that the, fl the family and the culture, right? You might say in Canada, you know, you're a hockey player and you love uh, maple syrup. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez, I'm stereotyping us so bad. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, this is your religion. Uh, this is what your parents believe. This is what's important in life, you know? And they, your parents always have the best intentions from their experience of, well, 90% anyway, as long as you're lucky. Um, and they just condition you the best way they know how with your surroundings. But is that true for you? And is, is their true truth even true? You know, is yeah. Jesus Christ and, and, uh, you know, um, Catholicism and all that, is that true? I don't know. Is it Buddhism? The, the, the I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. The purpose of this stuff as well, and really realizing like how programmed we've been is to create and develop your own sense of forgiveness and compassion for yourself and others and realize that we're all, just trying to figure things out. And most of us are just the product of our circumstance and environment, right? This allows us to have more forgiveness. It doesn't mean we should forget that actually we're all robots too, because you sometimes you have to stay away from certain people who are like, they can become crazy and, and, and dangerous when they, their ego gets too worked up, right? So um, not to forget, but to at least have compassion, forgiveness, more tolerance, less judgment of other people. And because we are really the product of the things we've read, the things we just think of the things that have happened for me and you right now to be talking right now through this computer right now. Right? And just think of the stories behind the technology that allows us to do this and what's their story. And there's so many different stories that have happened in time and space for us to be doing this right now. And how much of that was you really choosing to do this, or how much of that was just circumstance and um, you know, just imprints and conditions and habits and programs. And it could be one book that changes someone's life completely. You know? Just reading one book. So, like, through what I try and do is, like, help people become more self-aware about these things, right? That way we stop judging other people and we start to see both sides of the story, right? And one exercise I like to give people is spend, right, one day where you just listen to right-wing news, all right? If you're not political, it's even better, right? But do it, just re listen to like a right-wing news channel for a day. Then the next day, you're only allowed to listen to a left-wing news channel, right? Then you're only allowed to listen to Christian news. Then the next day, you're gonna only listen to um, an, an atheist news channel, right? And through this, you start to see how the same story can be interpreted in so many different ways by some different belief systems. And then you start to realize like, who the hell is really right? Who is right? There's so many different ways you can explain the same situation. Okay? And then you realize that this world is just a big cosmic joke. <laughs> no one has any idea what's actually going on. 
<laughs> oh, well, you, you, yeah, the, the, that last sentence was the right one. And that's kind of what I was getting at. Nobody really actually knows what's going on. I only know a little bit of a little bit. And even the stuff that I experienced directly to try to explain what that is and how much do I even understand what happens. Uh, it's very, you know, it's a fundamental thing, you know, but we take a lot, we assume all of these things. Right. And because we, we don't want to go against our culture. We don't want to go against our clan. It's really hard. Right. Especially religion. Right. People don't want to question that because it's their parents. Right. They don't want to look at their parents and say, I don't believe what you believe. Um, you know, it's a very hard thing to do. These fundamental core values. A lot of people end up working those jobs that they are not passionate about because their parents wanted a good life for them. They wanted them to go to university, get a good job. But they didn't question if that's how they wanted to live and experience life. And so they don't feel fulfilled and happy because they're not doing it on their own terms. They're doing it from something outside of themselves. And, no. you know, that's where meditation and breath work and things like that self inquiry, you know, do I believe this? Does this feel good for me? Does this, does this empower me? Do it, does this feel good, right? To be this belief system, right? To be an atheist, to be a Christian, to be, uh, you know, whatever the case is, because there's no right or wrong. If that's what the person believes and that's where their life has taken them, all the power to them. And you'll notice if you do this inquiry that a lot of this is uh, assumed and imposed, right? And even like the right wing versus left wing thing, there's so many double binds in our reality we don't even question. It's a right wing versus left wing. It's like one of these choices. Well, maybe there's a choice beyond that. Maybe there's a whole upgraded system and right wing and left wing is just the same thing, you know, nice. and that's when you start to question even beyond that. And, and, you know, you go into the Buddha nature of just like not even participating, you know, Alan Watts will talk about sitting on the mountain and watching everybody, you know, do their play and they're so important in their play because they're playing their character. And, uh, you know, he kind of just steps back from that whole thing. I think that, the most important thing is just your own inquiry. And as you said, is like, you know, doing what feels good to you by your own decision-making and your own thinking and your own values. And if we can get to that space, you know, to really connect to who we are and what we want to do and how we want to contribute, how we want to live. And it starts with those values. I think, what do you value? Because like you said, it's even a Socrates quote, one of the smartest guys ever. I know that I know nothing, you know, that's what the wise man uh, does. And I need to do this video. I've been thinking about it because I, I, I've been curious, you know, who on the planet right now should be speaking for planet earth? What would Socrates be saying? And I know that you've experienced this. I'm experiencing it because I'm speaking out for what I see because I feel like it's critical times. Socrates was uh, sent to death because he denounced the gods of the day because he was a critical thinker yeah. and was like, you know, that's, you know, I thought about this and it's probably not that it maybe could be because I don't know everything, but it's, I don't think it's these things. And, uh, you know, disrupting the youth. By forced getting to them, kill himself. Well, yeah, he You're got forced. forced to, to yeah. It was forced to kill himself for, for that reason, for denouncing the gods and disrupting the youth, um, probably getting them to question authority. And if you look at history, look at any history book, not from far away, you need to question authority. And if you think that we're beyond that now in this world that we live in, and you want to believe in the Canadian government, you want to believe in the World Health Organization, you can. I just personally question it. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of question everything. And I'm open to new information. 
it's not a right or wrong thing. I'm open to new information because I don't know that much. I just, I, yeah. I, I am very skeptical of freedoms being taken away. That's, that's what I want. I want, I want freedom and I want freedom for all people. And uh, I want to learn and I want to grow in it in a beautiful environment. And I hope that this allows people to open that up. And, and I like what you said at the beginning, it's not about a right or wrong or dividing or polarity. It's about an open discussion um, and understanding everything at its root. And when you're talking about this inquiry, and this is where a lot of this quote unquote waking up happens, when you're trying to find the root of what's going on, you're probably going to go beyond the system. You know, if you go into government and you keep looking beyond that, you're like, oh, is there something that goes beyond government? Oh, what are they talking about now? Secret societies? Is that actually a thing? Oh, why do all of these corporations own so much power? Oh, who are these groups of family, the Rothschilds and Rockefellers? What, what are their quotes? What, what do they own? What do they do? How do they influence these things? And you just keep trying to get to the root and then you step back and you're like, huh. You know, they sure have a lot of influence and this has been their pattern, um, but we don't know about that. And so I feel like you need, you need to inquire really deeply and you need to be able to look past the illusion. And this is, I feel like our society is this big illusion. It's an illusion on Facebook, taking our attention. It's illusion in media, right? It's an illusion of choice, left wing versus right wing. Where's the, where's the group of people that are actually working for humanity to create peace and sovereignty and, and, and health for all, you know, why isn't the planet uh, working together? I love the idea of team earth. You know, everybody working together, all the best scientists, engineers, setting aside the petty of, of beliefs of skin color. And, you know, it's like, hey, I believe Earth is flat. Great. I believe it's a rectangle. Great. Don't give a crap. You want to work together and make sure everybody's got food, water, shelter, and we, you know, can dance and be happy? Yep. Okay, cool. You know, and uh, why is it you believe that? Oh, cool. And you can do it without judgment and especially without murder and attack and imposition. And yes. I think that's where this discussion is kind of going globally in this narrative is this, this imposing narrative. We must impose this. Um, and some of us are resisting that. So, uh, man, I appreciate you. Uh, do you want to comment on that or do you want me to throw a question your way? Uh, no, I, I agree. I think agree that we need to, um, I think we also like shouldn't get too caught up in, in trying to question everything and, wasting a lot of our day trying to figure out stuff that is impossible from the position we're in when you could like learn how to play the guitar or make a piece of music or learn how to paint or do push-ups or something else with your time that's a bit more healthy for yourself because we there is a danger of getting so caught up in that land going down a rabbit hole and i'm i'm just to blame for this as well but um you know, there's so much we can do with our time to become empowered. I think we need to use our time wisely. Yeah, I'm just fine. Yeah, I really appreciate you saying that because uh, the last few weeks I went all the way down and I think there's a, there's a, because I want to know what's going on and I still don't know and it changes every <laughs> single day. Um, I see things a little bit differently, but that's such an important thing. And, and one of those uh, ways to use the time I feel is so important is going in right? You got to go in and you got to stop. And even whether it's just nature, you know, you got to take care of your body. Um, and these fundamentals I learned through martial arts are timeless. Uh, mind, body, spirit, 
take care of those things to navigate the world, right? If you spend all your time in the conspiracy rabbit hole, if you spend all your time in fear, if you work 80 hours a week and you don't think, it might not be as balanced as you could be, you know? Do you wake up and you feel like you're thriving and you're happy and, you're, um, and you are free? You know, a lot of the times I don't feel that and it's usually because I'm forcing so hard in one way um, and I can change that through my thinking and through my habits. So I make sure that some of my day I'm working out. Uh, some of my day I'm doing meditation or I'm just in the forest, right? We need to do those things to disconnect because where our attention is on the screen and all these rabbit holes could be real, could not be real. Um, but don't do it forever. Do it a section, do a section of research, then, then, then guitar or then art. All yes. of that's wonderful. Make sure that you're looking at that time and uh, not just putting it one way. If you're just drinking booze in quarantine, you're probably going to get sick. You're going to be a part of that quote unquote second wave that's coming because you, you destroyed your body with booze the whole time. Yeah, I'm sure um, people did. Right. So yeah, it's a really great, uh, it's a really important addition. Um, my friend, I appreciate you and your work. Uh, Soma breath is amazing. I, I, I just, I, like you as an individual, very smart, very intelligent. I know you can go so deep on a lot of these things and blow people's mind. Uh, you, you refrain from that, just kind of keep it, um, you know, positive and just, you know, invite the own inquiry and, and bringing up really great topics. Is there anything that you wish that we had talked about or you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, I think um, like simple things that we can do uh, together, uh, you know, while you're at home is what I'm really about, is like uh, embodying some kind of daily practice. So our SOMA techniques are pretty successful uh, with the results on um, helping people to stay balanced and in their flow, right? And it's basically like meditation, um, like taken up to times 11, right? It's like full power. And it's like getting the most, all the benefits of these like long, boring, like kind of meditations uh, into a short period. I know a lot of some people find it really hard to meditate all day long. Um, and I don't believe that you need to do that necessarily to get those kinds of benefits you're looking for. For that, for, that's also fine for the people who want to do that. Like I'm not knocking any type of meditation. But I'm just saying, I think I figured out a way to meditate that is for people like us who can't sit still who love to be on the go and do stuff, right? And it's like getting, um, using the breath with music, we call it this breathing beats technology, to put you into these deep meditative states. So I actually just produced um, a bunch of new music. I did an album with Wim Hof, like it's on his website, you can check it out. Um, the Wim Hof Method, you're probably quite famous for, uh, heard of, I, I produced a soundtrack to that. And, um, so if you're familiar with things like the Wim Hof method, like um, it's very similar to what we teach in Pranayama. Pranayama is the ancient Indian school of breathing practice, which is the use of also breathing with meditation. Okay? And one technique out of that is called Kumbhaka, breath retention. And when you hold your breath in certain ways for a long enough period of time, you invoke this positive stress on the body. And this positive stress produces this positive uh, chemistry in the body. Um, where you produce like adrenaline with these feel-good hormones and other things that actually cleanses your blood and it can actually um, wake up all your blood vessels, improve blood circulation to your brain, to your heart, and give you like a flush 
of, um, uh, of fresh blood to your organs. It's a very cleansing therapeutic system. And this one daily dose with prayer also exercises the lymphatic system, your cerebral spinal fluid, keeps your brain clean, right? All in one exercise, right? So not many people know that just breathe. So you don't, like the most lazy people out there, you can't even do a single push-up. They can all breathe, right? So with this breathing technique, not only do you exercise your cardiovascular system and you also um, move your lymphatic system, but you also get all the benefits of meditation, right? And you switch off stress hormone. You allow, it's like a defrag for your brain. You let the thought files reassemble. You get these moments of clarity. And it's just awesome. Like, you just go try it, all right? Uh, we could, like, we could do a, a, a session now. Like, I could play one of the, the daily doses or one of the tracks to give you a, a flavor for it. Or you can send them to our YouTube channel or website for it. Yeah, if you want, I'm I'm so down. Yeah, I you know I've I've gone through your course. I think it's amazing. I 100% agree. I think adding the breath in, just from my experience being a martial artist and the importance of breath, it's something that I naturally understood, um, right? Because you're exhausting the body and you really get familiar with breath when you when you're exhausted. And I think that the practice is very important. And I can agree with what you're saying about those benefits and those experiences. Um, and, and the challenge is also with meditation because you're like, am I doing this? But when you do breath, it's a different experience. Uh, it's visceral. And that's why I think it's easy for people to work out because like, oh, my body's sore. It hurts. I yeah. did something. Where meditation, you could sit there and be like, am I doing anything? And what the breath does is it makes you experience something that has the benefits of meditation. It's kind of the, and you, you also create those brainwave states, which you can't measure yourself you kind of measure through how you feel but if you're to throw a sensor on there like a muse or whatever you're creating those those brainwave states that allow the defrag of the brain that give you those benefits that allow those chemicals that you you know know about can explain a lot more uh more in depth than me but are, are very good and it helps you think clear throughout the day so i'm just yeah. affirming what you were saying and sure yeah absolutely we can do one if you got something yeah you want to should i play one of my tracks yeah man all right, okay, so um, what you wanna do, uh, let me just set up this so I can share. Okay, cool. So actually, um, I'll just talk you through the method to start with. Okay, so the thing with um, uh, the breath, the breathing is the thing that really affects your physiology faster than anything else, your oxygen, carbon dioxide levels. And not many people know this, but the carbon dioxide levels is really important for you to have a good amount of carbon dioxide because uh, that allows the oxygen to come off your red blood cells and go to the cells that it needs. So this technique, what it does is it, it gradually helps trains you to have more and more carbon dioxide tolerance, okay? Which means you can handle bigger and bigger volumes of carbon dioxide in the system which allows oxygen to move more efficiently into your cells in your body. So it's like a way of really oxygenating the cells, okay? And carbon dioxide also is a dilator, so it keeps your blood vessels dilated, it works with nitric oxide, it keeps blood vessels, so that helps with your blood pressure, and keeps your blood pressure more normal, all right? So this technique's really good for getting oxygen to where it needs to go, okay? That's one thing. And that's why it's good for like self-healing, okay? 
Um, the other thing with this technique is that with practice, you will be able to hold your breath for longer and longer. When you hold your breath, you're on a certain point. It's called Nishesha Rachaka, right? Which means hold your breath beyond the comfort zone. What that does is it brings the oxygen down for a brief period of time. It's called intermittent hypoxia. Triggers this adaptive response to your body to having less oxygen. You produce more red blood cells. Blood vessels dilate. You get more blood flow to your brain. Dormant parts of your brain and mind can wake up. Enhances neurogenesis. And it does wonders for your memory cells, your, um, your brain function, cognitive function, cardiovascular function, your immune system, many other benefits, um, just from invoking a positive stress on your body, right? And there are other ways to do that too, but the breath is the one very fast, dramatic, easy way to do it. But going to a sauna for like 15 minutes, that intense heat shock will um, actually help you as well. Uh, it's going to an ice bath, cold ice, helps you as well. Uh, same thing, going to extreme temperatures, creates a hormetic response, right? And even in high intensity exercise, like if you hold your breath, do exercise, holding your breath, you're doing anaerobic exercise. It also creates a stress on the body, positive stress, the body adapts. What happens is you become more and more efficient using oxygen. The more efficient you can be at being, using oxygen, the better you are with your health. Because the more you breathe, the more, the more you, you oxygen you have retained into your system and bound to your red blood cells, the more risk you have of oxidative stress. This is a phrase uh, coined by Helmut Sees, who's a famous uh, uh, biochemist who figured all this stuff out. And basically, he coined the term oxidative stress. He says that while it's very, very impossible, pretty much impossible for us to live without oxygen, it's also very hard for us to live with oxygen because of this problem of oxygen causing like a rusting effect in your body, right? So the less we need to breathe over time, the longer we live. So pranayama actually was a system of different techniques to slow your breathing down to allow you to slow your overall breathing rate to around four to five breaths a minute. And actually yogis, they um, studied animals in nature and they found animals that live for long periods of time, like elephants, they have very low breathing rates, like two to four breaths a minute. Elephants, turtles, things like that. Animals that don't live a very long time, like rats, mice, squirrels, they have much faster breathing rates, like 30, 40 breaths a minute. Humans have this natural ability to consciously control our rate of breath. And we live in between, right? And some people live closer to 100 years, others much less. And you'll notice that the people who have got bad health or under stress, under panic, worry, anxiety, they breathe much faster. And that's because of uh, emotional stress creating the same response in the body as physical stress, the fight and flight response. So, you know, we are like in a stressful situation. We've got adrenaline pumping all the time. Our demand for oxygen goes up. It means we overbreathe, but we're not burning all the oxygen. So it, gets stayed, it stays stuck in our red blood cells. And what that means is that we are causing oxidative stress and that's causing disease. So using this technique, you actually become more efficient using oxygen. You use that oxygen up, it goes to the right areas. It's like a cardiovascular workout. But it also um, means that over time, your breathing rate goes down, you become more calm, more clear, you have more focus and um, and you also get the benefits of meditation because when you hold your breath with no air, 
It's like pressing defrag on the hard disk of your brain because your breath is also linked to your, your, um, your thoughts. This is another thing that they, they figured out in, in the yogic system is the relationship between your breath and thinking. So when you hold your breath with no air in the lungs, right, you kind of seize thought itself and you go into this deep meditative state. And, you know, like with progressive practice, you'll be able to hold it about two minutes, three minutes, right? And you actually produce this powerful defrag effects on your thoughts and you clear the mind of all the clutter and suddenly, boom, our hormones come out, inspiration, clarity. You start to think more for yourself. This is what we call the awakening, right, of in soma, the soma awakening. So I'm, we're going to do this technique, all right? Um, we'll do it together. Okay, how long is it? We'll do, um, how long do we got? I got, I got time. Minutes. 11 yeah? minutes? Okay, I'm just going to yeah, go pee. Well, I'm going to go pee first. <laughs> okay, go for it, go for it. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right, I'll just set it up. All right, I'm back. Cool, man. That was a great explanation. Right. I, you know, I, I've gone through your course and I think it's amazing. And I love how you break that down and, and what happens in the body as far as, uh, you know, chemically and all that kind of stuff. I know that yeah. when I do it, it feels good, but it's interesting to know all the, the science behind it because it gives you more motivation to continue to practice. Yeah. And the other thing is the breathing rhythm. So, when you breathe in a perfect rhythm, you create this state called coherence. You get optimum blood flow from your heart to your brain, all right? And it feels really good. It balances your nervous system. And when you breathe in certain rhythms, so when you breathe out twice the length of time as you breathe in, you stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. You create a rest and digest response in the body. Parasympathetic is the healing response. So we, in this track you're going to do today, it's a really um, one designed for relaxation and reduce the stress, putting on a rest and digest mode, you're gonna feel really relaxed. So imagine how you feel right now, and then observe how you change afterwards. I'm gonna ask you like, how you feel afterwards, right? And just be mindful of it. So you're gonna be breathing in for two beats, out for four beats, okay? You're gonna follow along with the music, it's all guided. And then there'll be a point where you take a deep breath in, and you breathe out. Actually, in this track, you're going to make a tone. Oh. And when you make an OM a tone, what you're doing is you're, um, you're actually activating the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is connected to your autonomic nervous system. And through this, you, can, you calm down the nervous system completely. And you bring tranquility to the nervous system. OM is a very powerful, there's a whole another, we could do a whole call 
just on the power of Aum. It has a lot of different benefits. And then when you get to the end of your Aum, you're going to hold your breath on the exhale for as long as you can. Okay? And when you can't hold it in longer, you're going to, you can take a little sip in, blow the air out, and hold it again for as long as you can. And then when you start to feel this urge to breathe, you can count down in your head like 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. That will allow you to hold your breath even longer, right? Then when you get that really big rush feeling, you then take a deep breath in and you hold your breath in, okay? And you pull up the pelvic floor, the muscles around your sphincter, you pull them up, draw it up, and you're drawing up the energy, scrub your forehead a bit and hold on the inhale, all right? And then again, you release with the tone. And then and that completes the cycle. But it's the all guided. Thing, the only thing that was confusing is scrub your forehead. What does that mean? Uh, scrub your forehead, I guess. Like scrunch it? Yeah, like this. So you imagine you're <laughs> sending energy to your third eye. Your, your podcast was third eye drops, right? No, that's a different one. No, that's another one. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. But, get, but that guy, I've had people say I look like that guy. <laughs> you do. You do look a bit like that guy. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so but you, you imagine you're sending it to your third eye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that will wake up the power of the third eye. Okay. You got it? Yeah, I got it. I'll put myself on mute and I'll let you, well, I'll listen to the track and go through. Yeah, we'll do it together. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to share the computer sound. And... I can hear my daughter. She's going nuts upstairs for some breakfast. <laughs> oh, <oops. laughs> All right. Okay. Well, a little bit time to meditate first. You got it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. You hear it? Lie down on your back in a comfortable position. You can do this standing up. With your arms by your side. Sitting up, sitting up. Awesome. Where you'll not be disturbed. Bring your awareness to the area in your body that needs healing. And give this area a color. Maybe dull, dark color. And as you breathe in a rhythm, imagine you're breathing out this color and turning it into a bright white light. That's right. Now bring your awareness to your breath and get ready to breathe in a rhythm. And as you breathe in and out, imagine every single cell of your body is becoming aligned with the highest power of the healing white light. That's right. In, two, out, two, three. In, two, out, two, three, four. In, two, out, two, three, four. In, two, out, two, three, four. In, 
Imagine that you are bringing in this healing white light to heal, nourish, rejuvenate and elevate the health of every single cell in your body. And you can direct this light as you breathe it in to remove any blockage, any limiting belief, any negative trapped emotion you may be experiencing right now that's holding you back from getting exactly what it is that you want in your life. Out, 
love and positive energy for the day ahead. Peace. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, brother. That was good. I'm still, uh, yeah, still feeling the the good vibes. Uh, you know, yeah. it works. It's good stuff, man. You know, <laughs> it's it's really good stuff, and it's all you know, power of the body, power of your own internal factory, and and the beautiful power of the body and you know it's these experiences like just that 10 minutes if someone's never done that before you know or or meditation practices or whatever the case when it's visceral and that's why i like the breath because it's visceral you can feel it and you can get into those states uh, pretty darn easily and this is what you're talking about this is what wim hof is talking about this is what people who have gone through the journey of self-mastery the yoga yogi saying hey you are an infinitely powerful being and as long as we connect to Facebook and news trying to scare the crap out of us and all these external fears, um, it kind of takes away from that internal power. But when you go into this space and you can go in there consistently, you start to have more and more faith with how powerful you are and how connected you are to a bigger picture, to a bigger force. And I'm all Amazing. about that bigger force. So You got it, brother. Man, that's, that's wonderful. It. <laughs> anything you want to add about that that was that was awesome uh just do it every day man we have these tracks <laughs> uh we got several of these on youtube different uh, music zoom music i made myself uh different rhythms uh different effects and they're really um great ways for you just to get a good buzz um from the comfort of your own chair and actually we're releasing an app soon called chair guru for people who spend too much time in the chairs mm. and want to get a bit of exercise. And uh, we've combined breathing techniques into that. It's going to come out soon. 
And Soma Breath is actually a resource. We've got a lot of information on breath. You learn about the real role of things like oxygen and your, and your carbon dioxide, how they work together, uh, the harmony between the two that we need to create, and how to use different breathing patterns to influence your physiological state and the way music makes the whole process more fun and, and effortless. So loads of good information there uh, on the site. Um, and with real evidence to back it up. It's not just like hocus pocus stuff that we're pulling off different places. Now these are like, I work with doctors. I work with um, people of, who have done like peer reviewed research themselves. And, uh, so I've got some really compelling uh, research together around the power of the breath for self-healing. Because I think it's super important. It's the one thing they can't take away, man. And they may try and ban breathing one day, who knows? Just no deep breathing. <laughs> now, now, now in California, you, you have the mask, you know, so. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I appreciate you, man. Uh, I invite everybody to check out the Soma Breath course. It is phenomenal. We'll link it up there uh, so people can check it out. But, you know, there's a lot more uh, people talking about breath these days because it's powerful. It's wor it works. It's ancient. And now we're bringing in some science. And you're definitely one of those pioneers. Um, championing championing that and bringing more research um and building community around it and then ultimately building community around empowerment um exercising our own free will and creating in this world how we see fit um as free will sovereign beings capable of fending off viruses and other things um free thinkers <laughs> thinking what's that the free thinkers thinking yeah, man, you know, and that's it. And we are powerful beings and there's enough evidence for that. So, um, but we got to learn how to use our bodies and how they work. And this is one of those incredible tools. So uh, thank you for- well, Mind and body are one. One mind, one body, you know? That's, I mean, let me give you a little anecdote here. So we evolved, okay, from single cell organisms that were fed up of fighting with each other. Over time, they would like multiply, they'd take up resources that compete with each other and one would collapse, the other one would win and then the, the other one would win and the other one would collapse. And we were just with all these tiny cell organisms fighting all the time, warring with each other. Then one day they got fed up with it and they, two cells came together on the foundations of trust, love, compassion and cooperation, right? And not competition. And that created a multicellular organism that eventually led to the evolution of humans. In fact, this little process happens every time you're in the womb, when you're, when you're um, being born, right? Before you're born, you are actually cells dividing, rapid dividing and forming um, multicellular organism that's you. And each cell comes together on the basis, the family is the same, same basis of love, trust, connection, communication, cooperation, right? And that is actually our truth, okay? So what happens when you see the world in terms of competition, in terms of hate, you hate everyone around you, you fear them, you're threatened by them, when you see the world uh, as um, uh, untrustworthy, everyone's out to get you, you get paranoid, uh, when you don't cooperate anymore, when you retract, okay? All of this leads to uh, confused cells, consciousness. And that leads to then these cells attacking each other's. And that leads to disharmony 
and degeneration of cells disease, right? And an autoimmune, autoimmune disease. That's why so many autoimmune diseases can be healed through love and compassion and self-love and going back into the past and making peace with your past. So many people will get transformed just from that. And uh, so that's the one thing that we'd share with, with uh, so many as a community, is like looking at everyone and the universe as your friend and the universe is conspiring to help us. And when we start changing our perception of the world, when we look at actually there's more people out there who are together in the, on the foundations of love, trust, connection, communication, cooperation, the stronger the bond and harmony becomes between Israel, we get stronger, okay? And right now, you know, they may keep us apart, but they can't break our spirit. And we can carry on this connection through this medium here, okay? And when we get back out, we must not look at each other as a diseased enemy and vindicate Chinese people because they potentially started this or, you know, um, anyone who um, is political and doesn't like your political position, we shouldn't suddenly hate them for having opposite, opposite, you know, opposing views. We, we need to have like compassion. We've got to cooperate. We've got, if we're going to do anything successfully, we must come together in order to clear the darkness and bring in the light. The new age must be one of light and we must bring that harmony together. Because when that's gone, then, then we lost, we lost the power. Yeah. So we've got to remember that true healing, true health, true health is wealth. And that, that is only, and this goes for every single doctor, pharmacist, who's fed up with their job right now, who hates doing what they're doing. The only way to change that, stop yourself getting sick, is to go within, and as you start to question, what is it that you're doing? And, and can, you, can you actually do something better for your patients? Same thing with politicians. Politicians, if they're waking up every day going, oh, fuck, I don't want to go in front of the um, army, armed paparazzi, you know, with all those cameras who are going to interrogate me and hate me and make me look like an arsehole for anything I say. If you hate doing your job right now, then you need to start questioning why you're doing that. A journalist who goes up, who gets up every day, wakes up to go and merit some bullshit story that they know is not true, that they're, they're forced to do because that's just the agenda of the newspaper. They're getting paid to do that. Um, and you're waking up and you go, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I doing this? And you go there and you put on the makeup and you act there and you're an actor and you're acting. Look, if you, if you keep doing that, you're going to get sick. So why not do something about it now? Like look within and think, am I doing the best that I can as a leader? Am I really serving other people the way that I can be doing the best of my abilities? If the answer is no, you do something about it. Because the moment you start to do something about that, then we enter into an age of enlightenment, utopia, and harmony. And then this world will be the most incredible, magical, incredible place for all of us to live in harmony and we'll solve all the problems. It's only going to be when people stop numbing the pain of their existence with pharmaceuticals and drugs and computer games and you know and distractions and alcohol and all that TV. When we stop numbing the pain, we call this the external somas. 
when we find the soma within, which is the truth, the truth of why we're here, our being, our true will, our true destiny, our true purpose, which is to bring love, trust, connection, community, cooperation, because that's how all of our cells came together. When we understand that, when we understand what really makes us healthy, we'll understand how to be good people in this world and, and create an amazing utopian heavenly place for all. If we don't do that, then there is going to be people who do do that and they're going to be super healthy, they're going to thrive, they're going to live the most incredible life on this planet. Because the world's only going to swing like this, a pendulum, but others are going to stay in the darkness and they're going to hate their job and nothing's going to change for them. So if you want to get in, I may sound like a crazy Christian missionary right now, but I'm telling you right now, there is something about this that I'm talking about that's true. There's light. There is light in the world. Just look for it. And all it takes is simple steps. What can I do to make my job a little bit happier and better and more worthwhile? And then boom, that's it. The change happens. That's it. I love all that, man. I, I absolutely agree. And I think it's that fundamental shift between competition to collaboration. And, you know, that's where I'm, I'm, I don't like the narrative that's being, I think, pushed towards us. It's, uh, you know, everybody is now diseased. You know what I mean? Be more afraid of people. That to me is a dangerous narrative, much more than, uh, you know, much more than, you know, the virus to me anyway, that's my own perception. Be, be nervous. And now we have this idea of telling on, you know, now tell on people. That's what they did in Nazi Germany. You know what I mean? Uh, those are two ideas that, that, don't, that don't align with cooperation. They don't align with sovereignty. They don't align with um, creating a better world. And if we are going to create a better world, we have to do it together. And we have to do it with compassion and understanding and non-judgment and, and cooperation toward higher ideals that work for everyone that, um, you know, that, yeah, that just work for everybody and that are based in, in real values and real truth. And so I agree with 100% of everything that you just said. And, and I do think that this is a catalyst and an opportunity for us to really come together as a humanity in a way that we never have. And I hope that that's how we respond. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's, I'm sure lots of great quotes on this, but it's not what happens to us that dictates our life. It's how we respond to it. And this is a great catalyst for us to come together and to respond and create uh, humanity in a world that we are proud of and that we want to pass on to our kids and, and, and use this as, as something for good. So we have that opportunity now and it's up to each of us to take it. So Thank you for, yes. your, for your work and for who you are and for everything you're doing, man. I have uh, tons of love and respect for you. I'm sure we're going to stay connected. And um, yeah, I definitely recommend if people check out the SOMA course in that community, really beautiful community and uh, just deep respect. Much love, bro. You're amazing. Thanks, homie. Thanks guys for watching. Awesome. Peace. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely phenomenal Naraj Nayak. Um, like I said before, uh, many times, Naraj is a really a wealth of knowledge. We uh, stay in touch. He keeps me in the loop on so much information on world events, on health, on um, the guy's knowledge is, is truly extraordinary. So um, thank you so much for listening. I highly invite uh, or highly suggest that you guys check out the Soma Breath course if you're interested in breath and breath work and that kind of knowledge his course is amazing you can find it at bit.ly forward slash soma zen so s-o-m-a 
Z-E-N, and you will find his course. It is awesome, and uh, it will it'll teach you a lot about the power of breath, um, meditation. The meditations are super cool. So really love his work. If you like this show, please share it. Uh, share on Instagram, share on Facebook, share wherever. Tag Naraj and myself. Become a patron. Join the academy to get exclusive content, access to the Soul Compass course, exclusive training from past guests. Would love to have you in the academy. That supports the show as well. And thank you to all my patrons. Best way to support the show, as always, though, is do one kind act in your community. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. So, uh, also sign up for the email list. Censorship is a real thing. I, I always tend to forget to say that. Uh, sign up for the email list. Uh, let's stay in touch because, yeah, censorship is a real thing. And uh, let's stay connected. So, let's come to a state of peace and coherence. Wrap this up. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath. And let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, courage, energy, inspiration, and ready to take on the rest of the day. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.